0: Good morning listeners and welcome to Come and See Inspirations and this, the 4th of June, it's the solemnity of the Pentecost, the feast of Pentecost, feast of the Holy Spirit, comes the Holy Spirit. My name is John Keeley and thank you for joining me and help. And also I'd like to also thank um, Shane Ambrose who's also joining me to help me present the program again. Shane, good morning to you Shane, how are you?
1: Good morning, John. How are we doing? Nice to be back on with you today.
0: Believe you me, it's nice to have you back, pal. (laughs) (laughs) I was sweating last week and the week before. Well done. Thanks a lot, Sharon, for for coming back and joining me again. And and, um, hopefully you're somewhat rested after your your journeys. But anyway, we'll, we'll cross that bridge again. We also want to especially welcome our listeners who are housebound and those who are lonely and struggling in some way and our listeners who support us each week in prayer. And at this stage, I just want to shout out to some people who have been in contact with more recent times in the United States who um, are listening to us on Spotify. So thanks again, good morning, and please continue our prayers for us. Our podcast uh, does include interviews on faith topics, inspirational music, and reflecting on the Sunday Gospel. All of our podcasts can be heard at commencyinspirations.buzzspread.com. Just Google come and see Inspirations. Uh, historically, uh, going back to 2009, on our blog at sacredspace102.blogspot.com. That's sacredspace102.blogspot.com. Also on Spotify, iTunes, and of course on Facebook at Commency Inspirations. The reason why I just mentioned two uh, um, dot coms there, uh, for want of a better word, See Inspirations is a podcast platform that we just started doing ourselves in the last um, few years. Um, prior to that, we were working, with, well, we were volunteering with with a local radio station here in West Luming, Um and we were producing a program called Sacred Space. So, hence, sacredspace102.blogspot.com is where Shane used to put up all of our. Um, podcast there and also a lot of other stuff. It well worth visiting listeners, sacred space, one or two.blogspot.com. An awful lot more went up there besides what we used to produce in the radio. If you want to contact us and please do so, uh, you can text us at 087 6088 667, that's in Ireland. International 35387 00353876088667. And of course, we are on WhatsApp. And also email us, and that's an comma and see inspirations at gmail.com. That's comment and see inspirations at gmail.com. Now, Shane, you're very welcome to tell us all about Saints this week.
1: Hi. <laughs> right, so back to the Saints this week. And we come to the end of Easter. So if any of you have any of those Easter eggs that are still knocking around the house, uh, today Pentecost Sunday is the last day to kind of joyfully, uh, joyfully uh, indulge once more as we've come to the end of Easter tide. So today at masses, um, uh, people should, the la- it should be the last time masses will end. Uh, thanks be to God, hallelujah, hallelujah, as we come to the end of the Easter season. Uh, just to note in passing, it is a sad occasion, actually, in my home parish this week, as we are moving, like many places in Ireland, we're moving to a situation where mass times are being curtailed due to the shortages of priests on the ground. So this weekend is where it kicks in for us in my home parish, and it'll be an interesting times to see what happens over the next couple of months. Uh, kind of ironic, really, it's happening on Pentecost Sunday in some respects. But in terms of liturgical odds and ends for this weekend, we've entered into the month of June. So last Friday would have been the first Friday, and Saturday was the first Friday for those observing the devotion. Um, Obviously, of course, it is the month of the Sacred Heart. So whereas May is dedicated to Our Lady, June is dedicated to the Sacred Heart. And the Feast of the Sacred Heart this year is being held on the 24th of June. We've covered it extensively previously on the program, on the blog, and on the podcasts uh, in terms of reflecting on the meaning and understanding of the devotion to the Sacred Heart, if you want to go back and have a look. Also just to say, as it is the start of June, uh, just the reminder of course of the Pope's intentions for this month, and it's probably no harm to keep Pope Francis in the prayers at the minute, Uh, he is suffering from a number of health issues, particularly around mobility, and uh, despite that, he is still planning two very, what could be regarded as two very strenuous trips. One is to South Sudan, and one is to the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, not exactly holiday destinations, I think, John, we'd agree. Um, so, yeah, we keep the Pope in our prayers. But he's pr- the Pope's intentions, the Pope's prayer intentions for the month of June is for families we pray for Christian families around the world. May they embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. That's the Pope's intention for June. Now, in terms of liturgical odds and ends, as we said, today is Pentecost Sunday, um, the birthday of the church. And in part two of the program, we are going to join by members of the Emmanuel community to talk about Pentecost and the Holy Spirit. So, but uh, liturgically moving on from that, as I said, it is the end of tide. So from Monday, we move back into what is ordinary time. But uh, to extend the Pentecost connection, uh, it is also the feast day of Our Lady, Mother of the Church, Mary, Mother of the Church. A feast which was inserted into the calendar by Pope Francis, I think it's about two, it was about three years ago at this stage very much drawing on one of Mary's most ancient titles as mother of the church. And very much, of course, connected with Pentecost as the foundational event of the Christian community with the coming of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Then in the Irish calendar, um, St. Jarlet is not celebrated this year except in tune because he's obviously the patron of the diocese because the feast of Our Lady Mother of the church takes precedence. Um, then on Tuesday the 7th on the Irish calendar, we have the feast day of St. Coleman of Drumore. It's very much associated with County Down and was persuaded by St. Macnissi to settle at Drumore in 514 AD. That's pretty much all we know about him. Wednesday is the feast day of Blessed John Davy. John Davy is one of the Cartesian martyrs in, the, in England, um, as he's a blessed, he's not yet canonised. He was a deacon and a choir monk at the Charter, House, the Charter House in London. He was imprisoned in 1537 and martyred with the, his brother Cartusians for opposing King Henry VIII's claim of supremacy in spiritual matters. And he was chained to a wall and he starved to death and died on the 8th of June, 1537, at Newgate Prison in London. So that's uh, that's Blessed John Davy, whose feast day we celebrated on the 8th of June. On the 9th of June, we hit one of the big, big heavy, heavy hitters, even, John, of the Irish calendar. It is St. Kill or St. Columba, abbot, missionary, and secondary patron of Ireland. So he ranks up there with Bridget and Patrick, uh, also, known, also known as St. Columba, very much associated, of course, with County Donegal. was born there in 521, and tradition holds it that he was of royal lineage. lineage. He studied under St. Finian of Moville and St. Finian of Clonard. He founded monasteries in Derry, Duro, Iona, and possibly Kells. Of course, his most famous foundation, of course, is at Iona. Um, he left Ireland. There's there's mixed views on why he left. One holds it that it was um, as a pilgrim for Christ, Pellegrino Christi. The other one is, of course, that he did it for penance because he's he was involved with a feud or battle with his family. We're not going percent sure. But uh, he went down to Iona, which became his principal foundation. And from Iona, of course, we had the spread of Christianity uh, throughout northern, northern England and Northumbria. Uh, he died on the 9th of June in 597 AD. So that's St. Colin Killer, St. Columba. Friday, the 10th of June, is the feast day of St. Ephraim, the Syrian. Now this is an interesting one. Um, he died in three seventy three A.D. He was in this. He was a native of Nisibis in Mesopotamia, and he was a monk and a deacon in a monastery near near Edessa, which is in modern Turkey. And he was um, he's a deacon, a doctor of the church. He's, he's most, one of the more recent doctors of the church. I think it's was I think it's by Francis, Pope Francis, um, because he's. Uh, a saint very much associated with the Eastern churches. And his writings have come down to us to the present day, particularly around scripture, a number of hymns which were later included in the Byzantine liturgy in particular. And he was also involved in the fight against the heresy of Arianism and spreading huge devotion to Our Lady. So that's one of the reasons why he's still remembered right down to the present day. So that's Saint Ephraim the Syrian. Whose feast day we celebrate on the 10th of june and then finally john on saturday the 11th of june we celebrate the feast day of saint barnabas the apostle very much associated with the island of cyprus Uh, one of the first converts in jerusalem and preached at antioch he was a companion of saint paul and he took part in the council of jerusalem and he said he went to he returned to cyprus to spread the good news and is said to have died there now breakfast warning If you see a depiction of Barnabas and his martyrdom, it's an interesting one because he was flayed alive and his skin was peeled off of him. So if you're ever in St. John Lateran, um, you'll see this weird statue of St. Barnabas and he's holding his skin. And there's another famous depiction of him in uh, the Sistine Chapel. And that huge painting by uh, The Last Judgement by Michelangelo, and again, you have this painting of Barnabas standing down the corner and he's holding this weird thing in his hand, which is actually his skin because he's alive. So, John, that's what we have in terms of our Saints of the Week and the liturgical odds and ends for this week. Any notices?
0: What a way to finish off the Saints for the Week. I could never do that the way you've done it, Shane. Shane, thanks a lot for that. Okay, there, yeah, there's a few notices just to bring to people's attention. Um, first off, a good friend, Noreen Noreen Lynch. Um, just a reminder again, meditation online or in person, 11 a.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, online, info at fcjspiritualityhouse.ie is the contact number. Info at fcjspiritualityhouse.ie. Contact normally at 087-477-9115. So that's a hour, half hour, 30 minutes meditation, 11 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays beautiful experience. Now good news for all people especially around this locality um, who used to always enjoy the Novena, the Novena in Limerick at the Redemptist Church. So this week, so coming up from the 17th to the 25th of June, the Novena is back again and it's live. You can attend in person. 10am, 7.30am excuse me, 7.30am, 10am, 11.30am and 6pm, 7.30pm and 9pm. So that's 3 in the morning, 3 in the evening. 7.30am, 10am, 11.30am, 6pm, 7.30pm and 9pm. Of for our international visitors, uh, listeners, you can always access them online, novena.ie. Um, the, the blessing of families and children at every celebration on the 19th, that's on the Sunday. Um, Confessions every day, except for Sunday the 19th. Reconciliation services, that's without mass, on Tuesday, uh, June the 21st at 11.30am and 7.30pm. There's a Brazilian celebration on Sunday the 19th at 4pm, and a Ukrainian celebration on Saturday 18th, uh, Saturday the eighteenth and the twenty fifth, actually two Saturdays at four PM. So again, novena.ie it's the the Redemptors um Novena our Lady of Perpetual Help. Uh seven thirty AM, ten AM, eleven thirty AM, six PM, seven thirty PM, nine PM live in the Redemptor's Church in Limerick. Um something here from the from Knock. And from Knock Basilica, there's uh, there's an event, a wonderful event coming up, um, an evening of inspiring Irish and choral classics. There's, it's entitled the Midsummer Music at Knock Basilica. Following their solo performance in December two thousand and nineteen, we're delighted to announce the return of the Palestinian Choir for music for a Midsummer's evening on Saturday eleventh of June at seven pm. The doors open at six pm. Uh, the admission is free but please note while this is a free event it will be first come first served patrons are advised to uh, arrive early as there is limited seating available so the concert actually starts at 7pm the doors open at 6pm and of course you can access that online again uh, at the uh, the Knock Basilica website last one that I'd like to mention is um people that actually that, 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 that i've been in contact with a, a little bit so i get some reflections them from time to time uh, it's um the tarsus scripture school there there's a number of uh, people involved with that jesse rogers mm-hmm. sean crowen father sean Crowan, and father kieran mahony or mahony so they are uh, so the current sy- synodal pathway is a great sign of hope and source of new energy it's their desire to get whatever support they can. So accordingly, they're going to offer a summer program 2022, which offers some biblical foundations for entering the synodical process fruitfully and imagining a new way of being church. Jesse Rogers will reflect for the, on the following the Spirit in Luke's, in Luke, on, in Acts, Acts of the Apostles. Father Sean Cohen uh, will speak on the, the synodal path in the Gospel of John, communion, participation and mission. My father Kira O'Mhoney will speak about you're a chosen race, a royal priesthood. That's from 1 Peter. The, the programme is there's 15 online presentations to be enjoyed anytime in your own time after the 7th of June. So the way they're going to work it is the first webinar, today, uh, half of it I assume, um, will go live on Tuesday the 7th of June at 7.30pm, av- available later as a recording. The webinar two and Tuesday the twenty eighth of June seven thirty pm available later as a recording. The cost is forty euros per household. So you can register uh, going live uh, by actually emailing, and this is the email that I found anyway. It's hello h e l l o hello Tarsus Scripture School. That's Tarsus Scripture School If you email there, you'll be able to contact for. Um, for access to registration for this wonderful event, I think, uh, 15 online presentations to help us on our Synodal Pathway. So, um, just before, before we go for our first bit of music, um, there's a little prayer that I want to, to pray here as part of our prayer space. And Actually, I picked it up from one of our mass leaflets that I found recently. And this is the prayer, seeing as though this is the Feast of the Holy Spirit in Pentecost. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may be all holy. Act act in me, Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Amen. So with that, we might go for our first bit of music, just to finish off this first part of our program. And this, the podcast today, and this one, I like this one, as you know, i have going to play it a few times. It's entitled Holy Spirit Come Fill This Place, and it's sung by Ceci Winters. So we'll go back and join us in part two, where we'll be joined by members of the Emmanuel community. So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. This being Pentecost Sunday, we had no choice, really. The Holy Spirit took over and decided that we should have somebody special to come and help us to reflect as best we can on the Holy Spirit. So, the Emmanuel community came straight to mind. Welcome into the, into the studio here in Ada, County Limerick Come and See Studio, Jardine Creighton. Jared and Barbara Hanley, all members of the Emmanuel community. You're welcome, and thanks again for joining us. Thank oh you, John. Thank Morning, John. Thank you. Thank you. Happy
2: Pentecost.
0: Thank you. Oh, Holy Spirit, this is all over, all over them. So, Holy Spirit, uh, this is all about Pentecost and the Holy Spirit. So, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you all just to share with us the best you can your, your thoughts, and maybe thoughts that you'd like some of our listeners to take away with them, maybe for the week, maybe for the next few weeks. Maybe let's just start off with. Who is the holy spirit? Who wants to start off with that? Who is the holy spirit? Okay, off you go so. Um
3: yeah, uh, who was the holy spirit? Who is the holy spirit for me? I was um I was reading my bible during the week and I was reading from acts acts 19 and I was very struck by just, you know, one part of it where Paul asked asked the group um did you receive the Holy Spirit when you were baptized? And they answered, "No." Um, and they said, "We never even uh, we were never even told that there was such a thing as the Holy Spirit." And I was very struck by that, you know. And there's so many people. I was thinking, even in our world at the moment, who don't even know who the Holy Spirit is and what yeah. what the Holy Spirit is even, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I was thinking of. Uh, you know, for me, my, I suppose, time when you might call it when I w- was enlightened by the Holy Spirit was when I was probably around 11 or 12. And um, we had a big family Bible at home, like lots of people had this big, yeah, big, big really, Bible. Yeah. And uh, it was a fascinating book because it was a huge, big tome of a book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we were much younger, we were fascinated by the pictures in it. Yeah. Uh, there was some, like you know amazing uh, you know Leonardo da Vinci yeah, was yeah. the one in the you know the last Supper in the front and the one that we used to be kind of afraid of actually was the one where uh, you know um, the head of John the Baptist there was actually a picture in it with you know the head of John the Baptist oh, and we to be kind of half <laughs> afraid of yeah, that yeah. yeah but in the like at the very at the very uh, start of the Bible there's um, a prayer to the Holy Spirit. I mean, I was about eleven or twelve. You know, my sister and I actually used to—you know—we started saying it, and it's—it's the, you know, it's a prayer to the Holy Spirit. And I'll just say it here: Mm. Come, O Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. O God, who did instruct the hearts of your faithful people by sending them the light of your Holy Spirit, grant us in the same spirit to discern what is right and enjoy his comfort forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. So we, like I used to say that prayer when I was was very young, I didn't fully understand it. I can't say I fully understood it, but there was something that drew me to that prayer and it became part of my life forever after that. And it's my go-to prayer. And it started back then when I was when I was that eleven or twelve year old.
0: And that would have been about the time when you know, say, the sacrament of confirmation, would <laughs> it? Absolutely. And
3: I was even thinking about that as well. That yeah. um, I didn't actually put that together hmm. at the time. No. I didn't realise that it actually was because I would have made my confirmation back then in in I think fifth class. Yeah. And so I would have been around 11, so I must have been more closer to 11 than 12. And so definitely, yeah, yeah. So the Holy Spirit was, that's, you know, for me, it was a very real experience. Mm. And the fact that I brought it with me into my, um, you know, like into my life, it's my yeah. go-to prayer and it always has been. You know.
0: And, you know, just as you said, that it just reminds me um, you know when i mentioned that about about receiving the holy spirit and the sacrament of confirmation we all don't really cop that on i'd say you know we, we all yeah we hear this you're going to receive the holy spirit and just as you said i don't think much about it but if we thought a little bit more that stayed with you yeah. so the holy spirit when we receive the holy spirit stays with us even though we don't know it would that be would that be fair to say it, yeah you know that that it's maybe staying for one of a better word dormant or whatever it is, but it's what we, we receive it. It's it's real. We don't realize it until something initiated or initiates a response from ourselves. Would that be
2: fair to say? I think yeah. I think well, the Holy Spirit is a gift. I mean, the gift where we are told we receive it in baptism and baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and confirmation. You know, the three gifts of initiation. Um, theologically speaking, our baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist—so all of these are intertwined for the fullness of the Spirit. But who is the Spirit? Who is the Spirit? And for me, definitely, when I was younger, it was trying to think about—you know—the Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. You know, it, it's 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 the the power. The ability the capacity to to live like Jesus and and be like Jesus in the sense of um, being open to people, being able to to love, being able to forgive um, to keep going in in times of difficulty to to suffer, to offer little things that are going on. So the spirit the spirit is someone who, You know, the scripture says, uh, St. Paul writes, the Spirit comes to help us in our weakness. And this was one of the things that struck me, again, because we've been traveling to Pentecost via the Acts of the Apostles since Easter. You can't avoid but hear it. But it was that, uh, you know, in any time that in the Acts of the Apostles, when they were praying and they were praying, they were usually locked behind doors or they were in prison or whatever. And they pray and the Holy Spirit um, would come. And this was during a time of great difficulty. So for me, the Holy Spirit is someone who assists, who helps us when we're kind of feeling low. So that, that as Barbara said there, you know, come Holy Spirit is, is, the, is the go-to prayer. Those three little words. And actually, they're very three simple little words. It's not a very long. No. You know, and in any moment, we can pray come Holy Spirit. And who are we welcoming then? We're welcoming the love of God. We're welcoming presence of God. We're welcoming the power of God, the healing of God, the hope of God, the joy of God. Um, we're welcoming God into the, into the moment, in real time. You know, not something in the past, but in real time and in my time and in my my situation. And so for me, this this awareness was, it happened for me when I was a, a teenager, you know, and I had, this was who, you know, Barbara was sharing there about, you know, it was linked to confirmation mm-hmm. and, you know... For me, it was a, a transition in my life when I was going from from secondary school to university, and I was at a time of struggle because I, I was just kind of trying to find my feet as a young adult, and uh, basically, I I, ne- I needed help, and and I really the only place I knew to go was to was to to ask to ask God and to ask the Holy Spirit to help me, and I received, I can tell you, it was like night and day awareness of God's presence, just in His love. Mm-hmm. And, and probably the biggest, strongest experience of his love and the fact that we're not alone. And, you know, when we're you know we're talking later about the gospel and uh, one of the lines in the gospel is that the uh, Holy Spirit will be, you know, Jesus says, I'm sending the Holy Spirit, the mm-hmm. advocate, who will be with you forever. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, the truth is when we receive the Holy Spirit in baptism and confirmation and we renew it, at Mass, or we renew it through our just desire, then um, the Holy Spirit sticks with us, and we're actually never alone. We're never, never alone.
0: What about yourself, Joe? Who, who is the Holy Spirit? What do you reckon?
4: Well, again, going back to confirmation, going back to confirmation, John, um, that's the first time I heard of the Holy Spirit, and I suppose a seed is planted by the Holy Spirit when when we're um, confirmed. And that has to grow and mature. And it grows and mature matures through our life, the daily things that happen us through life, the people we meet, circumstances. And then as we go through life, um, we search. And Mm. for me it was through the Charismatic Renewal and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. That's when it really came to light, um, and it talks about the you know the fruits of the spirit, and the you know, fruit has to grow, and then it has to ripen, and the fruit when it's not ripe, you know it's lacking, you know some nourishment, and I suppose through reading God's word and through again being in community you know, you grow. So the, fu- the fruit matures until um, it's ripe and it'll take a long time. You know, the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness and self-control, that's a lifetime. You know, it's it's a maturing, you know. And even the Holy Spirit will use dried fruit as you would in baking, mm-hmm. you know. So, I suppose as we get older, we, we might have be the the raisins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have that little gem, you know, that you know young people might have that we can be, we can help them again as the Holy Spirit helps us or encourages us to to go out, you know, and not to be fearful, you know. Mm.
0: So uh, right, great. Yeah. great to have to, to have a friend like the Holy Spirit. But coming back to you guys and the and the Emmanuel community, does the Holy Spirit hold a special place for you guys? The Holy well, it
2: does. The community was founded, really um, started with it was through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and and Pierre Martin Cata. So these are the two founders, man and woman of, of the community, and it started. I suppose they they. Um, they were people of prayer anyway,
1: mm. and they went
2: on a retreat. And at this retreat, um, suddenly what they had didn't seem enough. And uh, they were asking the God to give them more. And the more that he gave them was uh, what's called an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which was a totally new awareness of God's love for them, a total mm-hmm. really great love of the church, a love of Scripture, the Bible, uh, a wanting to, to to be with others, to love others, to reach out in acts of charity or whatever way they could help, they were reaching out to others. So it really was a kind of like um, a starter in an ordinary car, you know, you switch on the ignition kind of thing. That's who mm. the Holy Spirit was for them. And from there, they, they, I suppose their lives were so transformed and, and their actual faces the very visage, as I say, the, mm-hmm. since the French, we say visage. But anyway, um, the face was transformed, you know. And I remember actually when I was, when I, uh, I remember once being at, at a, it was a conference, in, it was a charismatic conference actually in Dublin. And I remembered seeing people, I must have been only 11 or 12, I was taken there by my godmother. Um, and, um, you know, I was going along because I had to, you know, as you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. But what really, really struck me was I saw these people, and i said their faces were radiant yeah. and i remember at that age and then that was t- 11 12 was the same confirmation age
5: mm-hmm.
2: i remember coming back home and i remembered i said these, i want what these people have they have light in their eyes mm-hmm. light in their eyes mm-hmm. so instead of seeing people just moving along suddenly they had something else and i think that was the sense that the holy spirit spirit brings us in touch with the beauty of god the mm-hmm. presence of God, the love of God, the, and it's a love that is forgiving. It's a love mm-hmm. that's enduring. It's a love that is accepting of all of, you know, of us. And I think it does. If you are accepted yourself, then I think automatically your relationship yeah. with others will change. You'll start to accept others more. You'll you'll see the flaws, but you'll just you'll see the beauty. You know, you'll, mm. you'll move beyond it, and I think that's that's what the Holy Spirit gives. And of all, you know, this year of all years is very special for the community because it's a jubilee. It's it's fifty years since the foundation of the community. So it started with these two people, Pierre and Martin, and then within a, after they had experienced this outpouring of the Holy Spirit or, or baptism of the Holy Spirit, they met with others spontaneously together to pray. And I think you know within I think within. A, very quickly, there were a 100 people gathered, you know, and, yeah. and then mm-hmm. it, it had to split because it was too big. And so it became a prayer group. And from a prayer group, then they said, you know, we, we're not different. We're split, but we're not different. So how can we show that we're the same? And mm-hmm. that was through having the name. And then they prayed for a name. And the name received two in two different scripture texts. Then from the New and Old Testament was Emmanuel came. So the name of God is with us. I think, to be honest, that's the name of the Holy Spirit as well. The Holy Spirit is, is, Jesus is God with us, but Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, all God with us, not God against us, God on our side, God, as we have in the, the gospel, um, the, the advocate, you know, the, the paraclete, the, mm-hmm. the one who's with us. So the Jubilee year, anyway, getting back to it, yeah. <laughs> is, you know, it's interesting this year we're living the Jubilee as what's called a fallow year, which means we're not, we're trying to quieten down. You know, and if you think about the benefit of COVID, mm. um, OK, it was terrible, obviously for a lot of people who either were very, very ill or lost people or people family members died or they couldn't uh, mm. visit mm. in hospital or elsewhere. very sad. And, but for a, an awful lot more people, it was a time actually to stop. And a lot of people in that time of stopping found very, very valuable things. They discovered valuable things about themselves. Their relationships were enriched. Yeah. You know, okay, they probably discovered where you rub up against your your husband or your wife, your partner. You know? yeah. 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 And you had to kind of find new ways to adjust. And um, But overall, people were finding this kind of time different so it's a different year for us but um, 50 of course this idea of Jubilee and 50 is the same as Pentecost because Pentecost 50 means 50 days mm, yes. so whether anyone out there who's listening is celebrating their 50th birthday or their 50th anniversary or really mm-hmm. or, <laughs> yes, yes. or anything to do with 50 um, it's, it's a biblical yeah. uh, number mm-hmm. of actual grace and it's a super abundant grace. And we know that, okay, it was there in the Old Testament, but certainly in the New Testament, Pentecost, these people in the upper room, men and women, mm. were totally transformed from frightened people into people who knew who they were. They knew they were loved. They knew their life had meaning. And they knew a particular direction that, that, that they were supposed to go, little by little, not revealed immediately, but slowly, slowly, um, as they stuck together, stuck close to the Lord and... Despite persecution, they, they really f- found found a way to move forward, and I think our world needs something like this. So our community is mm. living this time of listening, waiting, but wanting. Um, I suppose newness, newness, newness that same, uh, that Pope Francis um, talks about all the time. The newness that the that the Holy Spirit brings, freshness, difference, joy, mm. Mm. joy,
0: yeah, new joy. Beautiful word. You know, you mentioned the word there, follow there, and when I hear follow, it means kind of resting a little bit. Um, I would envision that one of the ways in which we could use that, or the, the, the community can use that, is to listen to the Holy Spirit. Can you speak to us about that, about listening to what the Holy Spirit's all about? Is the Holy Spirit speaking to us? How can we hear the Holy Spirit? Do we have to be special people to listen to the Holy Spirit? I don't
3: yeah. think I don't think we have to be special to listen to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. at all, but um so I think it's like for everyone, you know, yeah. I in like any prayer, even the simplest prayer that we have mm. in our hearts comes from the Holy Spirit. And um after we after I did the the you know, the baptism on the Holy Spirit yeah. uh seminars there, you know, there was a couple that kind of mentored Jer and I and um, they used to bring us to their house and we listened to tapes and we listened yeah. to Ralph Martin and Francis Hogan yeah. and and um, who else, There was Richard Rohr mm. and we were very young now in the, starting off like mm. in the, in the, in the you know the charismatic yeah. renewal, but they were a wonderful couple and they'd bring us to their house and they'd even organise the babysitter for us because we got married very young, we had young children and you know we'd have any excuse you know not to go like yeah. but she was very good you know and uh, she you know her daughter would come and babysit so the you know she left you know we were going there to their house then on a Monday night and we listened to these tapes which and you know some other people but I do remember um, a lot of it kind of went over my head but I, I always had this kind of a sense um, that don't worry about what you don't understand yeah. you know and this now was after the baptism of the Holy Spirit and I just had this sense of just listen mm. and take in what you can and don't be worrying about it mm. and i've often said that like in my life afterwards going to conferences maybe or going you know prayer meetings and certainly within our emmanuel community and the teachings we get there it was amazing stuff that came back to mind so the holy spirit reminds us of what we all you know what we know like he did you know he you know he You know, he refreshes our memory. And that was a very, very real thing for me. And I didn't understand things, you know, when I was younger, but I certainly understood them when I heard them again. Mm -hmm. Because I had moved on in life and my prayer life obviously had... um, had, um, you know, developed and matured yeah. mm-hmm. and I had life experience and, you know, I could relate to things and, you know, and it just opened up scripture. You know, when I'd read scripture or when I hear it at mass, mm. it would, um, it would just, it would just amaze me, yeah. you know, and I'd be amazed at, at what, like, you know, at what I'd understand. So for me, that's what, That's what I remember,
0: mostly. That's beautiful. That's lovely. That's a lovely experience Mm. to have.
4: Yeah.
0: And Jerry, yourself there in terms of listening to the Holy Spirit or again listening to the Holy Spirit um,
4: you know um, through God's Word um, Hmm. at Mass you know you'll hear the Word differently you know, something might just pop out that you haven't heard before and in the Eucharist we receive the Holy Spirit but what we said in 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 the word of god it's fresh for each day um recently uh, um i heard that you know that, that jesus said that the father loves us and i had never heard that before yeah, that the yeah. father loves mm, us mm. and again last um when the apostles were they were going up to jerusalem to to um to the gentiles that had now had converted yes and you know they didn't want to burden them with you know all the different things that the jewish tradition had so they prayed and they had a list of you know what they would you know ask them to comply with but it said that you know that we with the holy spirit have decided Mm -hmm. and i thought that was that was lovely like you know so i think in in any decision that we make, any and even any major decision, like you know, to invite the Holy Spirit, you know, with us through prayer, to help us in discerning, I suppose, really what it is, you know. So that's just a, a, a reflection.
0: Lovely. You know, Ger, something just crossed my mind there I just as um, as both Barbara and Joe were just sharing there, you know, and these were their their memories. I mean, Barbara said there, like that, that she was amazed how when the words of Scripture came back again, you heard him a second time after receiving the Holy Spirit. Wow, it was new. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are something that we can't take for granted, that that, that, that the Lord has given them to us, not just for the sake of saying, oh, aren't I lucky, aren't I a lucky guy? we got to do something with them. Yeah. Tell me, Talk to me a little bit yeah. about that. First, okay? I suppose,
2: yeah, like... It's like any 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 gift that's not used, you know, even for even if you. Even if you just keep it for yourself, if you don't open it, and you just leave it sitting there. It's not going to do anything. But a gift that's opened and used, well, it's 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 appreciated. You appreciate the giver, actually. So, in the first instance, when you use a gift, you're appreciating and loving the person who gave it to you. And that's one little way of loving God. You know, it's it's a very simple thing. But um, the, yeah, the gifts, the the holy and and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, even um you know, they they enable us to live, I think, and live in a, in a new and, and a deeper way. And, you know, the gift we can receive, of course, is, you know, we can list them off, but one of them is, is this gift of piety, you know, that they talk about, this mm-hmm. gift of awe and awareness uh, of God. And... Um, this as a gift received means that I I put God first in my life. I try to you know He's He's my North Pole. You know God is my North Pole, and I'm trying to get there at the end North on the compass or whatever. And then whomever He sends across my path, they are they are like God to me because they are you know people He sent along my way to to reach out. So if I'm loving Him. I'm loving them, and and the, in that way, using the gift and the fruit of love that He, you know, through the Holy Spirit is in my heart. So, I think um, gifts are for 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 using. Now, those gifts actually can be very simple. They can be the gift of being a good administrator, mm. the gift of organization, not just all these highfalutin gifts mm. like you know prophecy yeah, yeah. and mm. the ones we have in, in mm, one mm. Corinthians, but the gifts, even the gift of singing, the gift of speaking, the gift of being able to teach. Um, and I would even think in there is the gift of you know of of the, being able to speak consoling words, you know, and it's it's really linked into Jesus' own mission, in you know, that beautiful. I love it because it really was an inspiration for me when I when I went. I took a year out and studied in Rome um, at the School of Mission. But you know this piece um, where it says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And Jesus opens the scroll, you know, and yes, he's in the yeah, synagogue and yeah, he's opening yeah. the scroll. And uh, he's been asked actually to teach, you know, he's been nodded at by the head rabbi saying, or, or the rabbi in the synagogue probably is, uh, the head guy to say, yeah, uh, would you like to say something? And Jesus says, I have something to say. And he opens the scroll to the prophet Isaiah and it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has sent me to bring good news to the poor, liberty to captives. Yeah, that's you know and that's actually what Jesus is is saying to us he's saying to us the spirit of God is upon you you did actually unlike you know the people in Acts as Barbara started off who hadn't received the Holy Spirit through Mm. the baptism of John we have received the Holy Spirit in baptism and we are sent and nobody in the world is is created without having a role a mission a call a purpose Um, and if we don't know what that is I really invite anybody listening if you don't know what the purpose is See those three little words? Come Holy, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. show me. And even if it's a purpose for today or a purpose for this moment mm. or a purpose for tomorrow or mm. my tomorrow, mm. come Holy Spirit. Come Holy
0: Spirit. I was just thinking that it, it, when Barbara was sharing there, you know, I mean, the person who'd done, ba- who done the babysitting. Yeah. Without that, you guys couldn't yeah. doubt. Yeah, and that's you're really right.
3: they were the that's practical things. You know, they were the practical it, it, things. Yes, it yeah. is a service, Joe, you're right. Yeah. You know, and they're the practical things. And you have to have those things before exactly. you have all the, the other stuff up in exactly. the clouds, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know,
3: um, you mm-hmm. know, Pierre Gorsat says, uh, you know, about the Holy Spirit, uh, he said, it's the only prayer that is sure to be answered. Uh, if we ask the Holy Spirit to come, he will come and he will change us.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It yes. will
3: change us. Yeah. And it will be answered. You know, it's amazing. I, that, if we can
0: get that, which is a gift in itself. Yeah. To be yeah, able to I hear see. that. It's,
2: but it's. We have the Holy Spirit. Okay, we have so we're, at, we're actually saying come Holy Spirit but actually it's the Spirit of God we're at the temple of the Holy Spirit the Spirit of God is in us since our baptism but it's like we're, we're stirring up the Spirit as you would put sugar in a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and make it sweeter and suddenly suddenly yeah. you yeah. can taste it actually mm-hmm. the, by praying this come Holy Spirit or even desiring desiring this come Holy Spirit, we're actually stirring up the gift that is already. And, you know, Jesus said, you know, he he came first of all to cast fire on the earth. And then he mm. talks about the Holy Spirit being like a, a spring or a fountain within us yeah. that bubbles up. You know, and if you think I have uh, some friends and, and their kids get so excited they, they, all they can say is, "Mom, Mom, it's like I'm fizzing. I'm fizzing on the inside, <laughs> yeah. but it's like you know, they, yeah. they're so f- they're effervescing yes. with life. Mm-hmm. And this is what the Holy Spirit wants. To, he makes us, wants us to effervesce with all the good things of life. Now, the Holy Spirit also clears the path. He's the one, you know, we know from he's he's the sanctifier. He's going to he's going to you know set fire to things in our lives that need to be burnt, and set the other fire." things that need to be made into gold and, hmm. and diamond and maybe to you know shine. to shine yeah yeah we, and, yep. and and he's he's a refiner's fire but and he's a sanctifying fire and you know what we just need to let him do it because you know we can desire it but we need to to just allow him not to f- concentrate too much on you know what we're not hmm fix our eyes on who Jesus sees us as. And he, I can tell you, he sees us as absolutely um, the person we're meant to be fully alive.
4: And John, this morning, on this beautiful morning, you know, there's some of your listeners out there, you know, who are searching as well. Mm -hmm. There's nobody is excluded. You know, there's people there living, you know, without hope. Mm -hmm. And on this morning, it's a chance again, you know, to to recommit or to invite the Holy Spirit as Gerald
0: said, come Holy Spirit come, it's as simple as that Very important and you know, there's one thing and I think we'll leave it at that because as you said there you Gerald know, we must listen to the Holy Spirit or give the Holy Spirit a chance and maybe that's a cue for me to give the Holy Spirit a chance and maybe play a little bit of music before we go into our Gospel reflection so we've got a piece of music that we're going to play uh, to play out this particular section? Uh, yes, John,
4: um, I heard this this um, song recently. It's by a group called I Am They, and the song is Here's
0: My Heart, Lord. So let's listen to this. Come back and join us again in part three, where we'll read and reflect on the Sunday Gospel. So welcome back again to the third part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keely, still joined by Barbara, Gerard, uh, and Geraldine from the Emmanuel community. This morning we'll be talking about the Holy Spirit, of course it's been Pentecost Sunday. And now comes the most important part of the program where we read and reflect on the Word of God, the Sunday Gospel, and before that we'll ask um, Barbara to pray this prayer. We always pray before reading and reflecting on Scripture. Thanks, Barbara.
3: Lord, we thank you for putting us in the presence of your word which you inspired in your prophets. May we approach this word reverently, attentively and humbly. May we not despise this word but receive all it has to say. We know that our hearts are closed, often incapable of comprehending the simplicity of your word. Send your spirit to us that receiving the word in truth and simplicity our lives may be transformed by it. Let us not be resistant, Lord. May your word penetrate us like a two-edged sword. May our hearts be open to it. Let not our eyes be closed nor our minds wander. But may we give ourselves entirely to this listening. We ask this, Father, in union with Mary, who used to recite the Psalms through Christ Jesus our Lord.
0: Amen my you yeah, to read the Gospel for today which is taken from the Gospel of John chapter 14 verse 15 to 16 and 23 to 26 thanks John a reading from the
4: Gospel according to John Jesus said to his disciples if you love me you will keep my commandments I shall ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we shall come to him and make our home with him. Those who do not love me do not keep my words, and my word is not my own. It is the word of the one who sent me. I have said these things to you while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said to you. The Gospel of the Lord.
0: So thanks a lot for that, Joe. And um Barbara for reading that praying that prayer for us before reading in on Scripture. Now, Joe, what do
2: you what do you make out about that gospel? Any thoughts? Well, I think it's really amazing. It's uh, it's full of just one four letter word, which is love. You know, and we think of Pentecost, uh, fifty days after Jesus um, is risen. We have this festival, which is a Jewish festival and itself a festival of first fruits. And, you know, the first fruit of of the resurrection of Jesus, basically, is the gift of of love, the gift of the Spirit. Yeah. But it's like he wants us not just to receive the gift, but actually to use it. You know, Jesus says to his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, and, and it's like this love that the Lord wants us to have for him. Um, and by keeping his commandments, actually that love then goes out to every single person we meet and into all creation. Uh, this love, uh, he's actually already giving us in, in the Holy Spirit. He's giving us in that package of the gift of the Spirit, everything we need to, 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 be, to obey him, to, uh, to live our lives close to him isn't just another part he says in there you know i'll give you another advocate it's not just an advocate but another one another one who will plead our our cause so who is who's the first one who's going to plead our cause and and who's the second so i suppose the other advocate is is jesus himself he's at the right hand of the father in heaven and he's pleading our case he's he's the advocate and then the other advocate is the spirit who as this says, Jesus says, "Will be with you forever." This other advocate will be with. So while Jesus is in heaven and has ascended, as happened last last week, he's ascended to heaven. The Holy Spirit will be with us forever, and the Holy Spirit will be the one who will, uh, yeah, enable us to live a different type of life. You know, Jesus is an entirely different type of human being
5: mm-hmm.
2: than ever was created, and he actually wants to have a creation of an entirely new human being uh, in his likeness. this is why he came. he came he came to change to renew the whole of creation every single person you know to 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 to, to create brothers and sisters to himself that are completely different, completely new, completely other centered, completely given, um, able to in fact, live a life close to God and close to people because that's the way Jesus himself lived on earth and he's given us the Holy Spirit so that that life that he gave to us can keep flowing and flowing and flowing and can actually be be new every day it can be new every single day so Pentecost that we're celebrating today is not just for today in fact Pentecost is every day every day we need the Holy Spirit every moment we need the Holy Spirit every day and he's, 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 and he's asking of us every day love me keep my commandments, love me. And every day he's saying, I will send the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Advocate who will be with you forever.
0: Thanks for that, yeah. Barbie, any thoughts yourself on maybe the Gospel we've just read there today? Um,
3: Again, it, it just reminds me of what I shared earlier about, mm. you know, the Holy Spirit will remind you of yeah. all that you know mm. and that, that's what strikes me about that. And that, you know, was my experience. Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't know it at the time actually Mm -hmm. but um, I now know it Mm -hmm. yeah and um, that was a very and continues to be a very real experience for me in my life that you know he continues to um, remind me
0: yeah Jarrett any thought yourself? Um, The advocate
4: um, I suppose if you were in the court you'd you'd be hoping you'd have a good um Lawyers, okay. solicitor, mm-hmm. to, uh, to to um to help you. So the, the the Holy Spirit is like that. It's the it's Jesus through the Holy Spirit, you know, guiding us, teaching us, you know, keeping us safe from all the harm, uh, directing our path towards Jesus. He's the one who. Inspires us to do the acts of kindness, the mundane jobs every day. You know, out of love, out of love for Jesus, and out of love for humanity. Um, that's more or less. Mm. You know that the
2: Holy Spirit is given. You know, the Holy Spirit is not just given to us individually; it's given to us as as a people of God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and this is really, you know, in through the Holy Spirit. Actually, through all the ages. Um, God has been teaching us he's been t- teaching us and revealing us more little by little by little and I was very mm. struck actually I know we didn't read it now but from the, the the sequence of Pentecost so there's you know twice a year we have this special prayer yeah. actually it's a poem mm. um, created from the middle ages or not even earlier than, I think it was, it's it's something like 1300 years old these prayers and yeah. describing actually actually who the Holy Spirit is um and helping us meditate on who he is. But it's, I just want to just maybe mention a few little lines because I had underlined it in it's my text here. here. Mm. It says, The Holy Spirit is, is, is light. Mm. The Holy Spirit is, is the father of the poor. So a father of the poor, a father is somebody actually who, who cares for the poor. The Holy Spirit has treasures. This is what the, it says. The Holy Spirit is a consoler. The Holy Spirit is comfort. He's solace. The Holy Spirit is immortal. The Holy Spirit is pure. The Holy Spirit is a healer. The Holy Spirit melts our heart. The Holy Spirit is refreshment or dew on our dryness. The Holy Spirit purifies, washes the stains of guilt. The Holy Spirit gives us life. So the Holy Spirit, who is promised by by Jesus, advocate and everything else, uh, will be with us always, filling us filling the church, and for the church then to to really uh, go out into the world and transform our world, transform Ireland, transform Ukraine, transform worship, transform America, Mm, transform mm, England transform Europe, transform uh, the little island of Mauritius, transform the Mm, Far mm. Tonga, transform Australia, transform the Mm. whole world Mm. and make it uh, a place where human human beings are are treasured and loved and can live freely.
0: Thanks for that, John. There was a few thoughts that came to my mind actually when I was just reflecting on this Gospel. Um, I suppose first of all to say then I'm grateful for the gift of the Holy Spirit, in my life anyway. it's each time I listen to the Word of God, and Jer mentioned it a few times, I learn that a little bit more. So the Spirit is teaching me, as Barbara said, how, how, how the Word of God applies in my life. And I think an awful lot of people used to think, I should the gospel, that's got nothing to do with me. It's one of the things that I learned, actually, by going to Lectio Divina, and by being part of Holy Spirit Group, too, that the Holy Spirit is teaching us how this word of God that was written thousands of years ago means something to my life and how I can benefit, it might be challenging me, it might be encouraging me, but it's teaching me. And it's just, uh, as James said, it reminded me all the time that what what a privilege it is for me to be able to to hear the words of the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit, as you said, keep your mouth shut, maybe, as as you said, the year of fallow it, it, it's a time when, when we let things rest and try and listen to the holy spirit not just come up not just wait until the period of silence is over, and then go back with my own thing like but listen and be surprised at what the holy i know certainly i'm sure you guys could have stories too within your own lives of how surprised we are at what's happened with our lives by just listening to the holy spirit it 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 just might have been i know something when i first started off Maybe um, in my latter years, it wasn't the younger years, but when I was in my mid-40s, and I was invited to go to, to a local prayer group here. Um, I, I just just the ordinary Joe so Catholic, just go to Mass on Sunday, tick the box, and that was it, and I was grand. Um, but Father Pat there uh, started to open up the Scriptures a little bit to us. But he he, he opened it up in a very gentle sort of a way. But the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit he said, was the important ingredient all the time that don't try to understand it myself, because I won't. But let the Holy Spirit teach me in his own time. And by going to Lecture Divina over the years, um, there's one thing that I've learned, I've a Frank Duick in Newcastle West keeps on telling us. We can read this Gospel year after year, so many times, and the Holy Spirit will always have something new to tell us. So we we'll would never get to the end of it. And I think that's the brilliant thing about the Holy Spirit. He won't give us too much that we can't chew. You give us something that we can just about manage and I think the benefit that that you guys have got within community by sharing especially is I mean I've learned it there this evening it might be something that Barbara said or you said it or or, um, Jer said that I've learned something and that's if we keep our mouth shut I'm not going to learn or you're not going to learn so I think the Holy Spirit speaks through all of us it might be in nature it might be in our experiences uh, but it'll certainly be in our joys. And, and, and of course, the great thing about it in the end is, is that um, we'll get joy from it. Uh, and we'll get courage from it. And, and be able to step out in the world again and help those those guys out there who don't know the Holy Spirit yet at the moment. And that's our job. That's our job. It's not to keep it to ourselves. It's just like the Holy Spirit. And, and the one last thing I'll say, I, I think it's it actually, the Acts of the Apostles this, this week, um, where we, we get the, the the actual reading about the um, about the actual uh, Holy Spirit coming down, and the boys got that this the the apostles going out and speaking, and all the people from different parts were able to hear it in their own in their own language. And I think that's what we've got to do. We've got to go out and speak it so as a taxi driver can hear it, and this guy can hear it, and that lady can hear it. We, we, we can't just speak to a certain segment of the the people that we want to speak to it might be easy for us but I think it's like Pope Francis said we're going to go out to where it's messy and smelly and all the rest of it anyway that's enough for me but just before we leave it one last thing on the Holy Spirit Joe. Yeah. What, what sort would you like to leave us whether we're in Colorado in the States or in the Philippines or Australia or whatever we are the Holy Spirit it's there for everybody Tell us a few little things, or well, just one thing anyway. You like to leave us with the thought for the week.
2: I suppose a thought for the week is: don't just do it for the week, but actually from now on, mm. Pentecost twenty twenty two, every day, invite the Holy Spirit first thing in the morning. Three little words: Come, Holy Spirit, mm. and ask the Holy Spirit to take control of your life. Just just give the give God everything. Uh, keep it simple. And then, as John said, there expect to be surprised. And mm-hmm. if you're if you're struggling or in doubt, just ask the Holy Spirit come, yeah. Holy
0: Spirit. Joe, yeah. what about yourself? Again, uh, as
4: has said, there in the morning. Mm-hmm. In the morning is a, it's a wonderful time because you're fresh. What um, I would encourage is to get a little notebook and to use that notebook. When you get those thoughts um, and you're inspired to do something and just to jot it might be a word, it might be a a kind act, it might be, you know, um, a reading and just when you reflect back on it or look back on it you'll see exactly how you're actually growing or where you need to change.
0: Barbara?
3: Well, I just think, you know, make it kind of a new good habit in your life. Mm. Mm. to invite the Holy Spirit into everything. Like I remember when our children were younger and going to parent-teacher meetings or if they were in trouble in school and going, going to meet the teachers and we would pray in tongues or mm. certainly pray to the Holy Spirit for inspiration, you know, mm. and uh, we invited him into every part of our lives and uh, that's what I'd say to people, you know, make it, you know, make it real in your lives and just do it.
0: Mm.
3: Come, Holy Spirit, come. It really is that simple.
0: Yeah. I think you're encapsulated it all. Let's trust in the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit, and don't be afraid. With okay. that, thank you very much indeed for coming out. You're very good to uh, come and see a studio here in and to me. No doubt it won't be the last time. Piece of music to finish off Yes, this, this is, is a, Sunday. Yeah, it's a
2: beautiful song. It's called uh, Jesus Send Your Spirit. So, everyone out there listening, just relax, close your eyes, and. Allow this uh, prayer, Jesus sent your spirit, to really be uh, something real. At the very end of the song it says, uh, Jesus, my life is in your hands. So pray it, we we'll pray it together.
0: And so until next week, with that, enjoy the Holy Spirit and um, have a good week. Until then, from all of us here in the Emmanuel community and myself, John Keeney, God bless. We speak to you again next week. Bye-bye now.